Good afternoon, and welcome to the Weekly Fit. My name is Stephen Fitzsimmons, Blue Bay Institutional Portfolio Manager with RBC Global Asset Management's U.S. Fixed Income Team in Stamford, Connecticut. Economic data and new issue flows have been elevated over the past week, and this week we expect much more of the same. As such, I think for today's edition of the Weekly Fix, it makes sense to spend some time talking about market reactions to these important dynamics and what the desk here is preparing for in the week ahead. The month-over-month headline consumer price index increased 0.6% for August, in line with expectations. The core consumer price index, the print that excludes food and energy, rose 0.3% month-over-month against expectations of 0.2%. Much of the gain in headline inflation is due to an increase in energy prices. In core inflation, housing continues to be an outsized contributor to the It is important to note that although this print is the largest increase in CPI year-to-date, market participants' inflation expectations have actually fallen to the lowest level we have seen in over two years. On the week, rates rose mildly across the curve, with the two-year Treasury leading the way, increasing eight basis points to end the week at 5.07%. This had the effect of further inverting the 2s 10s curve by nearly two basis points and the 2s 30s by a similar magnitude. The S&P 500 ended the week marginally lower, and investment-grade credit spreads closed the week one basis point tighter to 124 basis points. This indicates a fairly banal market reaction to the CPI news. Fed dot plots and market participants do not expect a rate increase at the FOMC meeting on Wednesday this week. However, it will be important to read through the rate decision itself and decompose the language Powell uses here, searching for dovish or hawkish verbiage which can help indicate whether or not the Fed is prepared to increase or decrease rates at later meetings this year. Any such language could provide important insight into the path of inflation and the shape of the yield curve for the months ahead. Now, to shift gears toward new issuance in the U.S. corporate bond market, last week we saw over $30 billion of U.S. investment-grade new issuance and just over $8 billion of U.S. high-yield new issuance. Projections indicate another $15 to $20 billion in new issue this week. We expect the supply to be front-loaded early in the week, with things slowing down by Wednesday for the FOMC rate decision. Monday morning alone, we saw somewhere in the ballpark of nine high-grade issuers come to market. Coming out of the typically slow summer season, markets are digesting this large influx of new issuance quite well. Typically, investors could expect some level of spread premium in purchasing bonds in the new issue market. Interestingly, These spread premiums have evaporated against this deluge of supply over the past couple of weeks, with primary bonds coming at levels on top of those outstanding in the secondary market. To us, this indicates a credit market that is highly expectant of a soft landing into the later stages of this cycle, and that market participants feel credit fundamentals remain strong. It also suggests that although spreads are relatively snug, Investors feel that all-in yields still show value toward a compelling carry trade. Fundamentally speaking, year-to-date upgrades in the investment-grade credit market have outpaced downgrades 100 to 82. And although downgrades outpace upgrades in the high-yield bond market, interest coverage ratios and companies' profitability remain high relative to historical averages in this space. This further suggests credit strength. 
We remain judicious in seeking relative value and fundamental strength in deals we participate in both the new issue market and in secondary trading. Dynamism in an active approach will be critically important in the months ahead as dispersion in the views of both Fed officials and market participants remain elevated and potential investment outcomes are highly varied. We thank you for tuning into this edition of the Weekly Fix and wish you a successful trading week. Be well, everyone. This podcast is provided by RBC Global Asset Management, RBC GAM, for informational purposes and may not be reproduced, distributed, or published without the written consent of RBC GAM. This podcast does not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or to sell any security product or service in any jurisdiction, nor is it intended to provide investment, financial, legal accounting, tax, or other advice, and such information should not be relied or acted upon for providing such advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This product is not available for distribution to investors in jurisdictions where such distribution would be prohibited. Investment and economic outlook information has been compiled by RBC GAM from various sources. Information obtained from third parties is believed to be reliable, but no representation or warranty expressed or implied is made by RBC GAM or its affiliates or any persons as to its accuracy, completeness, or correctness. RBC GAM and its affiliates assume no responsibility for any errors or omissions.